Oh shoot, I don't have the intro pulled up. I got this. We're good. Welcome everybody to If I May, a podcast with me, Kyle, and two of my uh, average friends, Nick and Brent. And I was supposed to say Uh that I'm average as well. I'm a podcast talker, so it's fine. Uh, We're going to talk about whatever we want and interrupt as politely as possible. This is episode 30. Let's go. I, I, I can't believe we got to the big old three zero. We're officially old. We're officially old. I think that's... Are, we, are we officially three zero? But like, what's what is officially old? At what point are you officially old? Thirty. No, no, you're not old till you're north of sixty. Probably is my best bet. Like, I, I love, I, I love nothing more than to just complain and groan every time I get up out of my chair and say, "Oh, I'm old." <laughs> no, until uh, until you're sixty plus. Um, you still got plenty of gas in the tank. Is is my thought as long as you're healthy. Um, Thirty. Well, it's slightly true though, because like getting. I mean, even I went skiing this last weekend, and getting up was a lot more difficult this last weekend than it was when I was younger and going skiing. Oh yeah, that just comes with time. But um, where I was going wait, with that wait, is, if I may, Kyle, has getting up for you ever been easy? I don't ever imagine. No, no, not getting up in the morning. Just like really fast. getting up from falling, not falling down, but like getting, I'm getting into one of my topics, but went skiing this last weekend and, you know, in Colorado, you have like half an hour runs down the hill, which like, and you're also at altitude. And so it's one of those things where in Wisconsin, it's not really possible to get like tired while skiing. Whereas in Colorado, it's quite easy. So like we legit like took breaks as you're going down the mountain, there's like rest areas. And so, uh, yeah, we'd like sit down on the, just on the ground and, uh, yeah, getting up is just, is not quite as fun, especially at the end of the day. We were like, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort. That seems like real skiing though. That's how skiing's meant to be, you know, something that you get on the mountain and then you actually stay on the mountain for more than 10 seconds at a time. Oh yeah, I, I have the so I have this app that's like ski tracks or whatever, and like you just turn it on and basically uses the GPS of your phone to tell you how you're doing, what you're doing, that kind of thing. And so, while I pull that up, Nick, what were you gonna say earlier? I, I cut you off with an if I may. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if if I may, uh, episode thirty. Each one of these episodes is approximately an hour, roughly. I think that's kind of what we aim for in general. We have spent more than one full day just being chatty Cathy's. How do you feel about that? Chad, you, like, you I don't to, know. On oh, pause, I don't know how you feel about chatty Cathy's. Oh, that feels bad. Yeah, well, where's the that rest come of from? It feels good. So, so the thing Something that I, with I think Chatty Cathy's with this too. <laughs> you have to remember, we also put in anywhere from. 15 minutes to 45 minutes of prep time in before just trying to figure out stuff. Nick does so your almost prep double time. the amount of time we've actually well okay Nick just shows up <laughs> the rest of us are like we actually like sit there and zero have to stuff. zero maybe a beer if, if Nick drinks a beer before the podcast that's his prep time <laughs> alright yeah no that, that calms my nerves makes me a little less edgy <laughs> Okay. No, but to give credit to both Kyle and Brent, uh, they have 
put in a lot more time uh, outside of the actual podcast. I just show up and show out like I do, and uh, whatever you, comes, you get. Whereas Kyle has put an incredible amount of work into, um, you know, organizing it, getting our sound stuff correct, and Brent is always trying to Mostly find new subjects anyway. and also helping out with. Uh, a lot of the tech stuff as well. So, and uh, Twitter can't, the, can't forget Brent on the Twitter. Twitter for all the twats, of course. Um, yes. Yeah, so we have <laughs> we have these guys who who work incredibly hard, and then we have me who just shows up as a beer and hangs out. So, uh, thanks. <laughs> no problem. Uh, let's get into our opening segment. And uh, it was a little stretch this this week, but I thought you know we we could just talk about. I forgot exactly who said what at the beginning, but it reminded me of my favorite animated film uh, Zootopia that film is just so genius in the way it goes through some of the the humor and the story of it it's it's hilarious for a kids quote-unquote kids movie but very adult and lots of sex jokes I noticed that a lot with a lot of the uh, Disney films like anytime there's a duet song between two characters it's the Disney version of a sex scene like the best example is The Lion King like, can you feel the love tonight? They're like flopping over each other in a field. They're they're doing it. Simba and Nala are having a good time. I was actually thinking uh, something similar uh, with respect to um, understanding what they're really saying. And at a surface level for kids, it's about keeping their attention, bright colors, loud noises, and happy, peppy, poopy songs. Um, but when you actually get into some of the details and I don't feel disclaimer, I don't feel this way truly, but I'm going to, I'm going to hop on not the tangent train, although it is a tangent. I'm going to hop on the conspiracy train. Um, So the conspiracy (laughs) train here with my tinfoil hat and what have you, uh, which is the common terminology that people I've listened to use with respect to, all right, this is out of nowhere. Um, Zootopia is a very good movie. I do, I do like it. Um, but a, a lot of movies like that are pushing a really, really hard agenda of diversity over everything, um, which is well, not a Z- bad... Zootopia did it in a way where it kind of like made fun. Of, it's in light of itself. I, I agree. And again, I'm, I'm wearing my tinfoil hat going off on my little my little uh, crazy scheme. Uh, but movies are pushing so hard and, and everything being pushed at uh, kids today and uh, college professors in universities. It's all it's all going one direction and it's all it's all completely inclusion, completely diversity. Doesn't matter who who's the best candidate or or what's the best answer it's just no everybody needs to always be included all the time and it, it does make the world a better place if I, i'll step back off of my little uh, crazy train but um Going it is a good thing there is a good a message train. at the same time like it's 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 so over the top it's like we're gonna win everything through love <laughs> everything will be okay if you walk up to hitler did you not watch hug, captain planet when we you were, were a kid we will hug Hitler, and he will hug us back eventually. It's He's kind of the, the overall the overall theme that I get from a lot of these different kind of things. But what I'll step movies, off my crazy. Uh, 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 what other movies are you talking about? Like Zootopia is a very not thinly veiled movie on class and different races and that kind of thing. But what other movies? I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, they're pushing uh, that agenda in particular, at least. 
think of any – you're catering to kids, but name any kid's show that um, is – Blue's is, Clues. Blue's Clues. Modern kid's show. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll counter that. Um, no, I, I guess maybe I, I'm, I'm just crazy, but I, I feel – I feel like there's a lot of those, and maybe maybe that warrants more research. Um, I, I'm not invested enough to go out and try and pick out these specific movies, but uh, if I can jump back to the initial subject. So, yeah, what's the question here? What's your favorite animated film here? Come on. Well, I'm, I'm jumping back if you'll let me. Brent wasn't going to let me make my statement. You took a mile run before you jumped back. I want to get on this quick. If I may, to go back to Kyle's point about Abidu White is a quote-unquote sex scene, didn't Elsa and Anna do a duet sometime? You're going down a dangerous road, my man. I'm just saying, I don't think everyone is. They weren't in the same room, though. Do you want to build a snowman? Killing. They were never in the same room. She said no. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. Props. As far as... Uh, props. Well, no, he's saying it wasn't. He's saying it was. He said no. It was just not consensual. It wasn't a true duet. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't together. a true duet. You Plus, like Elsa didn't even really sing in that whole thing. Hole. She'd be like, "Go away, okay, bye." That was a that was a one way to one way duet there. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna derail whatever the hell that just was. Uh, best animated film, Shrek. Ooh. Okay. It it, it took. It took the entire Disney universe and flipped it upside down and did it brilliantly. Princess in a Castle, yeah. Ooh, um, on the spot. We're 10 minutes there's in. There's a lot you're, of you're good, good five minutes to think about it. There's a lot of good animated films. There's a ton. It's hard to pick just one. Uh, there's a couple of those Japanese. Um, no, no, we're not talking animes. We're talking like Disney, Pixar. Those are, those are... It's animated though. You're saying animated film. When you're talking about animated, if it's someone drew it by hand. Okay. What's your favorite anime? Not, that's no, not anime. I'm talking about film. That like okay. Um, the Castle in the Sky. That Castle in the Sky is pretty good. I mean, question. those are those are beautiful. Just, or Kiki's Delivery Service. I do like Kiki's Delivery Service. Like they're just really good stories. Answer the question. Fine. Um, I'll go with the I'll go with the Kiki's because that's the only one I can Kiki's think of. Kiki's delivery right service. So, Kiki's delivery service was a great great movie. That, what that is Kiki's delivery service. It's one of my favorites. I have it on my Plex server, but uh, they at one point in time the original version I saw had a slightly different music track than like the DVD standard nowadays. I'm kind of upset about it because I I like the original music track better, and than what it is currently. But it's about a young witch who is just about to get her uh, time. They they basically it's like, um, what's the thing that Mormons do where they have to go when on Brent's their own thing for years? Rums for the the Amish. The Amish. Oh, is it Amish? But basically. For like, for witches in this universe, they have the same thing where they have to go into their own adventure for a couple of years and kind of make it into becoming an adult. You know, make it on your own for a couple of years. So Kiki, the witch, and her cat uh, go to this new city, and it's about their adventures there. And she has to figure out a way to make money, so she decides that she's going to deliver packages to make money. And uh, 
There's all sorts of adventures of dropping her cat or dropping the cat that was a present, and then she has to like put Gigi her cat in to like pretend to be a stuffed cat for a little bit. It, it's kind of funny. It's also like I don't know when I was a kid, I, I, the the whole flight thing, I, you know, because I became an engineer. I really like the whole idea of flying, and uh, it's a so it's a cool a film for that. Anime? I think it's Japanese yeah, so, made, but it's you know it's dubbed and whatnot right, pretty well. My question would be: Was would would Brent's mom be okay with him watching this based on the kind of animations that take place? Yes, it's hundred percent kid friendly. Yeah, this is uh, it's Studio Ghibli. I, I don't know if I said that right. Ghibli. Oh gosh, that's embarrassing. Well, anime uh, in general has, has some Zaka. has some stereotypes, and, and I don't need to be the one to introduce those here and. Not knowing what it is, and know what kind of crazy route you it's were fine. going down. It's totally kid friendly, and oh, it's a, a good it's film. A, you could show. It's just one of those classic good films where it goes beyond. I think with a lot of animated movies, in that just everything is a work of art, from the storyline, characterizations, to the actual, like the whole drawing is just phenomenal. The whole style of all those like Spirited Away. Howl's Moving Castle, Castle, Castle in the Sky. In the sky. They're, they're all just a step above a lot of the stuff that you'll see in American movies. I mean, there's still some of the classic Disney's like Lion King stuff. That's another Finding Nemo. But I think, Yeah, when I was a kid, I think Toy Story might have been my all-time favorite when I was younger. It still is way up there. Hard, but to, beat. hard to beat. I, I like the first Toy Stories. The other ones aren't. I don't care for them. Like Toy Story three is just pandering. I don't doesn't do anything. Toy Story three. I mean, it was a good movie, but yes, there was a lot of pandering in Toy Story three. It was a lot of what do people want to see or what's going to get to people. Have you guys seen the animation or not the animation? Well, it is an animation. The advertisements um, for Toy Story four. I have not yet. I have heard about it though. I've seen seen it. In theaters, I've seen the uh, advertisements for Toy, Toy Story 4, and it's like two toys at a carnival booth that are sitting there talking mad shit about um, their lives or what they did. And like one of them was, it, it pretends to be two guys in the ghetto or like, a, you know, two gangsters just kind of BSing back and forth. But they're toys. Oh, like, uh, well, right, they're toys, of course, and they're they're just like, oh, I, I told that, I told that 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 big bear, don't you come mess with me? I slapped him in the face, and the other guy's like, oh no, you didn't, no, you didn't, and then they're going back and forth, and then How'd that go? for whatever reason, like just their crazy conversation gets on the topic of Toy Story, and they're like, oh my god, I love that, those guys are so good, you know, Buzz Lightyear, and then they couldn't remember the catchphrase to infinity and beyond, so they just started <laughs> making up their own like uh, stupid statements, like uh, to something and something, and it's like. Buzz uh, and then Woody like come up behind him and it's like, hey guys, it's it's to infinity and beyond. And he's like, no, that ain't it. No, that's <laughs> not to infinity it. and beyond. You don't know nothing about math. You can't go beyond infinity. Like, it, it just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually a really well done bit. Uh, but that's the you know that's the advertisement in theaters for Toy Story Four. And I, I don't know if I'll see it, but it was a well done advertisement. I thought I don't know if it's actually part of the movie. I'd assume not, but whatever. You know who the actors are in those for those toys that you said were doing the bit that's uh keenan and peel is it from, those guys from are the awesome. show so they're actually a lot of the the skit is them riffing off of their old like keenan and peel show skits 
Yeah. So like, uh, you hit a, no, you didn't. That's totally uh, uh, that. Uh, hey, hey, Ron. Yeah. They're basically just ripping Thank off their you. old famous skit and putting it in a Toy Story theme, which yeah. is hilarious. Those guys are great. Yeah. They have, they have some really good ones. Uh, have either of you seen uh, the Kinu or whatever with the cat? I, I want to. That's on my no, list. No, you don't. No, you oh, don't. Oh, it's hilarious. It's You've got to be high or drunk <laughs> to even remotely watch more than two minutes of movies. It's so good. It's hilarious. It's that's so one of those movies bad. that's so stupid that the more you watch it, the funnier it is. Oh, like it Super Troopers. Super Troopers it. is not really a good movie. But if you like... If you watch it, you're drunk. Okay, <laughs> not even. You can you can enjoy Super Troopers. The first ten minutes of Super Troopers is is uh, you're right. The, the first ten minutes is super movie. solid. It does get a little weird slash old. Super Once they get to the RV, was, was yeah. not good. That's to be expected. Super Troopers two. Is... You didn't like it? God no. I thought it was good. I thought it was okay. Like it was more of the same. If you like Super Troopers one, I don't disagree. It's more of the same. Yeah, I don't. Disagree. I don't think you need more of the same for that movie, though. So if I can jump into enough. into my first subject for the day, DFDFSFD. Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't write these things down. You guys continually try to put crap in my box, and I don't have it. Um, that? I, I, I will not. Well, yeah, but I can. Okay, okay, doesn't matter. No. At any no. rate. My first subject for the day is seasonal foods. As we are approaching the Christmas season, I, I believe Hanukkah is either uh, wrapping up. But with with Christmas foods specifically, uh, eggnog. I had a friend come over and bring eggnog. Bunch of nope. Have you guys? What's that? Bunch of nope on the eggnog. I've never had oh. it, and I really don't have what? a desire to. But You've my never question even tried is. It? No, you yeah. have to have eggnog. It's called eggnog. Egg does not make me want to eat it. Nog is not a great sounding name well, you either. You drink it. We I've had that conversation last and week. I've looked at it. I've smelled <laughs> at it and I've looked at it. And mm, don't really have a desire to. That reminds me of that commercial that they had for Budweiser. Really like, I'll try your mead. And then he oh, just yeah, smells right. it. And it's like, oh, yeah, no. Smell no, the mead. Two Bud Lights, please. Not uh, unlike. Let's throw that. them to the wine cellar. But, but I, I, as we're going I through like seasonal eggnog. foods, and I, I know we've I know we've talked about this a little bit. If like eggnog is a very clearly Christmas or December beverage, it doesn't make it to like you don't have eggnog past a Christmas party, do you? Like I I've never seen eggnog had outside of the Christmas time. There's no summer eggnogs like there are summer time. shandies. Well, right. Right. Like, what yeah, we seasonal... did talk about this. We totally had a seasonal food thing already. We had, we had this conversation. That's why we wrote this down. That is why we wrote this down. We totally talked about seasonal food already. I totally remember that now. Okay. Do you want to talk about it or not? I do want to talk <laughs> about it because Christmas cookies. When else do you have cookies besides Christmas cookies? Like, I never have sugar cookies that have frosting that look like snowmen. Any other time, other time. Gingerbread houses. That's gingerbread, gingerbread cookies. Nobody has gingerbread. Even though gingerbread anyway. is delicious, like they it should, should be year round. They should have gingerbread year round, but it's really not. It's only really celebrated so during Christmas time. Um, my family makes something called grande, which is it's basically trail mix with white chocolate melted all over the top of it. Very it's, good. Only during it's Christmas kind time. Of, 
it's yeah, it's kind of your family's take on like a better version of uh, Puppy Chow. Yes. Like yeah, without it's, the, it's better than Puppy Chow. Better. Yeah. Yeah, it is. How better. can anything be better than Puppy Chow? Yes, You've never is. had this dessert from Brent's family. Brent, is this the peanut butter chocolate covered thing? No, it's that thing's the, delicious too. It has pretzels, M and M's, crisps, peanuts, white chocolate. Maybe it's, something else I'm forgetting. Sorry. I wouldn't have had this before. Like checks, little checks, squares, things, or like not even squares. Next but. week, Kyle, you're gonna stop over at my family's household. You are going to say, "Just give me a little grande." My mom will, <laughs> if she is caught up with the episode, she will know to have it out have, there and have a little baggie ready you. to go. And she'll just hand it to you, and then you can give her a hug because she'll like that. And then better than on puppy your way. Better than puppy chow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better than eggnog as well. It's egg- oh, it doesn't take much to be better than eggnog. No, Nick, I, like I think eggnog. for principle Thick. alone, you have to try it. I mean, I wouldn't you trust do. Brent's judgment. He also likes sour beers. Here's, so here's it's my rich. No kidding. It's, you can't drink a lot of eggnog because it's very rich. Okay. But it is pretty good. It literally did not clean in the dishwasher. Like it well, sat no. at the top of the cup and molded in the dishwasher. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, rinse what's it out. appealing about this? Yeah, I did. It. We rinsed it out and then we put it, and there was a little bit on the bottom. We're like, oh, yeah, the dishwasher will knock that out. No problem. And no, eggnog ate the dishwasher. <laughs> why would I want to? Eggnog with the dishwasher, it's bitch. That doesn't sound appealing. That doesn't sound good in any way, shape, or form. I, I, I'm sure it's okay, and, and people have it, but it's it's just one of those things that I'm like, if it's at this time of year, no one has it. And it's not because it's you know just really great and it's only available that time of year. It's just I don't think it's good to begin with. So kind of an inverse of. Our initial discussion was more like, "Oh, focus on why don't we have summer shandy year long, year round?" Because I think Kyle and I both love that and would drink that all year round. Um, I drink it all year what, round. What kind of foods are out there? What kind of specialty things are out there that really d- probably don't need to be around? Period. But for whatever reason, Eggnog's somebody definitely already, one of them. Eggnog somebody is always oh, right. That's why I'm talking about it. But somebody always the cheap the Halloween candy. You know what I'm talking about, where it's like a generic, just one color wrapper. Yep. That stuff can go um, away. Baked beans. Baked what? beans can go away. I like baked Those beans. It's a pretty big staple for a lot of people. Yeah, baked beans are... Baked beans can go away. Cool Whip can go away. Cool Whip can go away. Cool Whip can go away. No! Cool. What is wrong with you? Say cool. Or cool. just naming no, food we don't like because that's no, what cool. I'm feeling this cool. is. I can do that. Kyle, I thought about it. I, I actually thought about what hit way too late. Our opening segment should have been best Christmas movie to be relevant with the We'll time. do that next year. Next week. Next, not next year. Next, next week. Well, we should have missed opportunity. I'll answer it right now. No, no. Save it. Save, Save it. it. Write it down in your box. I don't have yes. to write it down. <laughs> Write it down, Nick. I don't know if you can remember it. It might who change. Was I, I, who was I talking to? I'm cycling a few of them. Oh, my buddy Parker. So my buddy Parker came up and visited this weekend. Hi, Parker. Thanks for coming. Uh, had a good time. But uh, he had never seen the movie A Christmas Story. I was like, what? Because we were referencing You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. Or, I forgot. We were, we were referencing something from it. Oh, it was the Red Rider, double action, blah, 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 air rifle. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, from Christmas Story? 
Nope. I'm like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Nope. I'm like, oh my god. Have you have you both of you seen that movie? Oh yeah. Okay. Good. My so uncle. my Christmas story story is this: we were driving a couple <laughs> years down to Florida with my my family or with my in-laws. Nikki on that trip, but I don't think he stopped where we stopped. We stopped at a rest stop that was in the city that the Christmas story is based off of. Okay. So the rest stop had this museum of Christmas story things. Like it was just like you walk in and it's this huge rest stop, and then there's a whole big room that's just dioramas from the different scenes. The movie with yeah. like little dolls. And, oh, it was it was kind of it, it was really weird actually. Maybe maybe I'll post some pictures of that on on the Twitter. But it was just one of those things where I was like, people really like Christmas Story in this little town of Indiana. It's okay. It's Christmas Story is actually the reason why Chinese has become like a semi Christmas dinner kind of thing for a lot of families because they end up eating Chinese. So like like ra 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 ra. You realize how racist that is, right? It's in the, we're just quoting the movie. We're quoting the movie. I'm right. quoting but, the movie. but that was that's okay. If baby, it's I don't cold support outside, the same at all. If baby, it's cold outside is a horrible song because it's secretly about rape and not even secretly. It's like okay that if you're a rape survivor, that could be perceived as you know what happened. Um, then if that's the case, then uh, a Christmas story is one of the most racist movies of all time. Um, with that exact scenario. Um, which which kind of alludes to a, a, a tangent train that I'm not going to go. Are you on, against leg shaped lamps too, Nick? No, I'm going to go there. If I want a sexy lamp that's shaped like a leg, I'm going to go there in just a second. <laughs> um, but the quick tangent I'm not going to go on, but I do want to allude to. <laughs> what? Is, Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Is, um, you know, in situations like that where it's an incredibly racist thing. You still have an actor or actress, an actress, and actors or actresses who are performing that thing, because the the people who were in in the movie going far raw 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 uh, were Asian, like they were perceived to be Asian. I'm assuming they didn't have like full Asian makeup. That'd have been you know way too expensive or whatever. But I'm sure everybody had makeup because it's a movie and they're professionals. Right. In those situations, it's interesting because there was a uh, there was a movie or two that I was uh, listening to or getting previews for, and it gets tear- torn apart because it, someone's portrayal of a character is perceived to be too racist. And then well, that's like the whole like- Johnny Depp trying to be the Indian in uh, Lone Ranger, right? That was like huge. Yeah. People were like blowing up about that. Yeah, it's along those lines. But even when more, I was thinking more so along the lines of an Asian person who is who is representing an Asian person, but then acting out racist behaviors or tendencies, it's it gets real interesting. Anyway, that's a separate tangent. Along the uh, leg lamps, if I can jump back to that, the uh, my favorite bar in downtown Appleton. Have you ever been to the leg lamp, leg lamp saloon? I don't know if I have. I don't think I've ever gone drinking in Appleton. Why? I have not, no. So my favorite bar in downtown Appleton is actually the Leg Lamp Saloon. It's right above uh, The Bar, uh, which is the name of The Bar, uh, no pun intended. It's that blue bar. 
the bar, right? And it's, it's yeah, it's blue. Uh, right above that, though, is my favorite bar, which is the Leg Lamp Saloon. And in every single upstairs window, they have a leg lamp. Just like in the movie, they have a leg lamp. But then the inside of it is like the inside of a, a log cabin. Everything is wood. And they play nothing but the best of, like, 80s, 90s, jump around music. Um, and it's it's super chill because you feel like you're in a log cabin, but also like great music. So you want to go dance to Britney or NSYNC or come on Eileen or, you know, whatever you got going on. But um, great bar and its entire theme is the leg lamp, which just makes me smile. Oh, music really makes a, a bar experience, I find. Like when you go out and you listen to songs and it's you can't hear the words because it's just a bump and rap thing. And it, the mood really gets set i think by the music i don't enjoy myself well, that's like if it's, almost anywhere they're playing raging music all the time that's like everything like a movie even the best movies in the world if they didn't have the music soundtrack behind them they'd just be no good it's, it's the scoring i believe sir yeah the scoring uh, the scoring of a film or like the any any background like we should have background music because it's just our voices and that's lame compared to background music we could really get this podcast pumping you know what I would like to see? So when I think of like scoring of movies, I always think of like Hans Zimmer as the guy. If you take Hans Zimmer out of some of those famous movies like Inception or Pirates, how does the movie do? Is it as success- successful? Oh, God, awful. I don't know. I think it'd Brent, be really in, interesting. In high school, we had the guy that was in charge of the soundtrack for Chronicles of Narnia come in and give us a little presentation i forgot what it was exactly for but he like showed the opening originally be like uh with the original score and then they switched the they like then they redid it and put a different score and it was a huge difference it was like the, the soundtrack was showing like mystery and like kind of like scariness versus the current soundtrack which is more of like a an adventure is about to take place kind of sound I was not there for that. Were we? Did we even go to the same high school? Some of these stories you have, it's Definitely just like went to the I same never high got school. that experience. What? When was this? I don't know. It was our or junior or senior year, something like that. Well, they held them away from me. Do you at least remember, remember the, the centuries of dance guy? <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, no, in. I don't. What? I don't that that one. So if you look up the history. That, of, no, no, no. If you look up the history of dance on YouTube, there's like a, it used to be the most popular YouTube video ever. I think it's dropped down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I love that guy. But that guy, great video. he performed at our high school, Brent. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. So, so if he I came may, into our high school, if I may, here's what I'm picturing is happening in high school with you two. Like the entire class is getting ready to see some great presenter who's coming in, and the teachers all get together and you're like, all right. How are we going to distract Brent? We can't untie his shoe. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> he he's going to disrupt the whole thing. He's going to ask too many questions. He, he, we need to have this be an enjoyable, positive experience for the rest of the students. Somebody untie Brent's shoe. He'll be gone for three hours. <laughs> the only possible explanation I can think of, and the only thing I was either they only went to certain classes, and all my teachers were lame. One possibility. Two, the bus presentations always came maybe in the afternoon when I was at a cross-country meet or track or something. That's a possibility. Or three, I 
remember high school being great, but I right. missed out. In high on school, so much. in our cafeteria, do you remember there used to be like a little pond in the back with fish? Yes. Okay, he's not completely lost. Okay, okay, so it was, okay, I did go to the same high school, thank goodness. Okay. Well, hold on. The only famous hold people on. North, I remember. North Pond with fish in it, too. Mm. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm questioning everything. I wanted to see the history dance. I do remember seeing, the only famous people I remember seeing in high school was Susie Favor Hamilton, who was a really, really famous runner, who then, I don't remember after she came to our high school, see, she ended up having really big issues with her life wasn't exciting anymore. She was kind of mental to begin with. Um, got in a big scandal for being a prostitute in Las Vegas, but that's a whole nother story. She's still a great runner. Can't take that away from her. <laughs> um, she came to her high school with, along with this James one guy. James Jones come? No. James Jones went to all the high schools in Appleton. Not when I was there. Y- yeah. No. I remember Packer yeah, Bros in middle school, no, but never yeah, in high school. No, this sucks. I, my high school sucked. I thought my high school was great. We had, I had like, such a good entire, like the entire school came to the gymnasium. We listened to James Jones speak for like twenty minutes, and then he just signed shit for like half an hour. Nope. I would have gotten something signed if it was. I definitely don't remember that. I don't Kyle, recall do you or Jones? know who I James had, Jones is. He's a Packer wide receiver. Packer wide receiver. Oh, that James Jones. The guy who made the hood famous. Okay, I don't know. I do know who you're talking about. I mean, the NFL banned it because James Jones just had a hood on every game. Even yeah, you'd have cut off hoodies and just have the hood. Oh yeah, that's a great look. The Camaro Anthony. I I I love that look. Like I wish they still allowed that. That was that was a nice look. No, I don't remember that. I don't think. He came around. I don't remember that. See, I, I just feel like everything I missed. Oh, I we talked missed about, out hold on. We talked about that guy who does all the dances, like who does yeah. the pencil sharpener dance and this dance and the other dance. You saw that guy? I saw that guy. I remember yeah, he because one of the points of his speech was like, "Stand up if you can dance," and then like only you know like a third yeah, of everybody like stood up, and then he's like, "You should all be stand, standing because everybody can dance. It's just a matter of whether you want to or if you feel you're good enough. Everybody can dance." Right. Like that was Wait, a maybe I did speaker. It was a motivational speaker, and his his move that was the goofiest that everyone kind of really liked was the pencil sharpener. Yeah. Basically, I hold one arm out, and you just kind of like do this Cranked. while pump, uh, pump, yeah, crank while you're. Oh, pumping maybe I did see it. Oh, okay. No, that sounds familiar now. Yeah, that was the evolution of dance guy, Brent. So, so I think if, I was in the second. I, I think may, I was reading the back. If okay, okay. I, I didn't realize that guy. That might. I may. I believe earlier this episode. Brent claimed that he doesn't forget things. He's like an elephant. Yeah, he did say that. No, I don't think think in the recording he said he was an elephant. But before we started, he said he was an elephant. And then again, it came up and he said he doesn't forget things. And the elephant thing is what triggered me to Zootopia. Yeah. That's where the thought process went. I don't recall saying that. I don't don't know what (laughs) you're talking about. There's no recording. There might uh, be actually, recording. Actually, actually there, is. there might have been a recording. Me and, me and Nick were recording uh, while you were dropping in and out. Right now. I don't love it. Anyhow. Okay, so for to. skiing this last weekend, uh, we went to Keystone Resort, which, number one, if you go to that place, yes, you definitely have to wake up at like 6 in the morning and get there right as everything opens, like an hour before everything opens. Otherwise, it's near impossible to find a parking spot. But besides the parking and the drive up there being a pain, it wasn't that big of a pain, but... Besides those things, the rest of it was an awesome experience. Like, 
getting your skis took us no time at all. It was super easy. And then, like, the lines were, I mean, the first line to get on the gondola was a little rough in the morning. But after that, it was five minutes max to get onto one of the uh, gondolas. And I will say, like, uh, gondolas, you meet the most interesting people on gondolas. Like, there, we, I was with the whole family, and she was like, does anybody want any snacks? This is their last run. It's like noon. I was like, okay. And so she's like, hey, no snacks. She's like, would you like some? I'm like, I'm okay. And she's like, no, no, seriously. Like, this, this is her last one. She had like mini Smarties, or not Smarties, uh, uh, sweet tarts? No. No. They're squares. They're square, cubic ish. Um, they come in like a straight. Maybe they're Smarties. No, they're not Smarties. Smarties are. Smarties are circular. Yeah. Nope. They're definitely they square. Nope. Thing. I'm talking about some Starburst. Starburst. Nailed it. Um, she had yeah. mini Starburst, which I didn't even know were a thing. She's like, would you like some? I was like, sure, I'll take a couple. Because she's like offering for the third time. She's like dumps half the bag in my hand. I'm like, Jesus. And so like I was like putting my pocket. No, it was great. But I was like, oh, thank you. And so uh, I had these in my pocket and I forgot them for a little bit. And then we got on another gondola with some guys who were definitely high and had just flown in from Minnesota and they were like handing us a beer. So Parker and I split a beer with them on the gondola. And I must say gondola beers are the best. They're, they're right how up there with shower you, beers. How long's the ride? It's like 15 minutes. You got a full, that's, it's a solid beer worth of drinking time in that gondola. What's two beers, gondola? two beers for Nick. <laughs> but like, yeah, Parker I and I, Parker and I were splitting a beer and we just downed it between us really fast. And they're like, damn, we're like, we're from Wisconsin. <laughs> but we just had one beer and they were all drinking. We were drinking half a beer and they were drinking one, but yeah, so I handed, and I handed them Smarties. But handing them Smarties reminded me of the time that you Brent and I... Starburst, right? Starburst. And that reminded me of a time where Brent and I pulled off the most amazing skiing feat of yeah, all time. that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, so it was when we were in scouts. Like the greatest might, achievement of all time. Yeah, it was, it was mostly Brent. I mean, I had an okay throw, but it was mostly Brent. We're like... It was in Nordic Mountain in Wisconsin. It was during one of the scout days or whatever. But we were we're skiing down the hill together, and we're getting. If I may, go if ahead, I may, go ahead. Nordic Brent. hill, <laughs> Nordic hill. If we're <laughs> it's being called honest. Nordic mountain, but it's I, it's definitely can't a hill. call it a mountain. <laughs> no, not after being on a legit yeah. mountain. But uh, the uh, we, I had cheese curds in my pocket, in like in the bag from previous or from lunch or whatever. We're skiing down the hill. I'm like Brent, want a cheese curd? He's like, yeah. So I grabbed one. I throw it. He like fully extends his gloves, like full arm reach, grabs it. Plump. It was it was fantastic. We were going like thirty miles an hour down a hill, and we threw a cheese curd to each other. And we're we're at least fifteen twenty feet away. Oh yeah, like, we were decent. A good distance. We were, we were not next to each other. No, it was not a hand. It was a legit toss. Yeah, it was an underhand toss. And Brent full done. outstretched arm grabs it. Plump. <laughs> Nailed it. It's one of those catches where you don't actually like catch it. It's just you stick your hand out and it just hits the hand and just find like I didn't catch it. It more like found me. <laughs> I just I stuck it out and it just hit the hand. I'm like right in the mouth. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Yep, that was, was one of my fondest memories of all time is throwing a cheese curd while skiing down a hill and Brent somehow and catching, catching it, it and being able to eat it. Best cheese curd of my life, that's for sure. Can't be that, that. Is, that is what I was thinking. So, so I actually I went this weekend. Did uh, you cross country skiing for the first time? Uh, and I will say it was one of the craziest experiences I've had. 
Uh, first off, I haven't skied in a long time, and that was kind of tiring. But we go up, and it's one of those where I thought we'd get to a flat spot maybe and do some nice, easy. The entire time we went up for probably an hour to an hour and a half of straight up. Like, we just <laughs> were going up this mountain driveway. It meant that when we came down, like, the entire way back was just a downhill. It took us 25 minutes of downhill skiing to get back. That's how far we went. But it was crazy because I don't think there's anywhere in Wisconsin that you could take 25 minutes to get down a hill anywhere in in Wisconsin. But here we are in just like a regular old little ski, country skiing event, and we just went 25 minutes of down. Which, when you're with classic cross-country skis, is sort of terrifying, actually. But it was- Yeah, so I remember my first ever time on cross-country skis was actually at uh, the camp that we used to work at, and there's a hill going down to the waterfront. And I was like, oh, I'll just go down this hill. And then, because I have downhill skied before, I'll just skid to a stop at the bottom and, and just stop. That's nope. That's not how that works. You cannot just <laughs> sideways stop on cross-country skis. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. So uh, I fell down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that was my first adventure on cross-country skis. And then I hiked him up the hill because I had already fallen down. Yeah, stopping on cross-country skis is is really rough. Can I do a quick tangent train interruption for a special unboxing? Special unboxing? Yes, give me a second. This is is a a time-sensitive thing. So uh, you guys talk about something for like two minutes while I get the unboxing materials. Okay, go. What could it be? So I guess he's got to get a better way of stepping away like not telling us he has to go to the bathroom or just like having this shit prepared yeah right uh, this, this is very important and time sensitive so i need to go get so, ready during the podcast yeah just step away like we'll make it work unless you're gone for 15 minutes straight right uh, so when you listen to this take notes at any rate uh the story i was gonna oh uh, god continue that's a big box was uh if i can wrap up just before we dive to the box thing um, when I was skiing, I don't know if I've told this story. Uh, I took a skiing class at, uh, Michigan tech when I was there and, uh, we had an instructor who was super chill and I was with a group of people who already knew how to ski. We just took the class cause it was an elective and we could. And, uh, the last day of the class, we decided to play tag on the mountain and we just got up a mountain a hill again compared to an actual mountain but um we playing tag while skiing we decided to play tag while skiing which is horribly dangerous brent we see you're excited just hold on for a second to to start <laughs> things like out <laughs> to start things out yeah good luck uh to start things out for this race though uh we get to the top of the uh the hill and we all have 40s and we all essentially slam 40s and then proceed like to play tag idea. Uh, it was fantastic. What was the best is the instructor did it in one run. Like he didn't like stop, take a break, breathe. It was no. He downed an entire forty, and then we played tag. <laughs> it was nice. It was impressive. But uh, right. anyway, that was my fun skiing Dude, story. Dude, tag. Uh, okay, next time because because now I've been to Colorado. I'm now a Colorado skier. I'm much way uh, above Wisconsin skiers at this point, obviously. Uh, I have man. no argument because there's <laughs> not a mountain here. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I'm a Colorado skier, uh, but uh, 
I, oh, I did hit my very first ever Colorado Black Diamond. It was an itty-bitty section in between two blues. And we're like, eh, doesn't look too bad. Let's do it. So we went down a little a section of Black Diamond. And I, I'm officially a Colorado Black Diamond skier. Basically a pro. Out of way, Kyle. All right, here we go. Let's do some boxing. And then I have a ski story that I want to tell before we go. But these videos made people famous. This is going to be like that. To give a little background it's story, also my wife. 25 plus minutes into the video, you have to go to. I know. I'll, I'll clip it out someday. Anyway, so my wife, to give a little background, um, has a favorite family member. It might not be me. I arrive home one day, a few a few days ago, and waiting here is this giant box. And I was like, ooh, Christmas is coming early. Oh, the right? family member is Maple. It's for my dog, Maple. <laughs> Uh, so I guess what happened was when she went to buy Maple's Christmas present, instead of she she got some sort of coupon where if she paid fifty dollars she got. Brent, can you pay attention to the knife, off. please? It'll be fine. <laughs> it's like a kitchen knife. Anyway, so we got a dog bed, and now I guess how they want to see what the dog bed looks like. So we're unboxing Christmas early this year for me. I was gonna say, is everyone okay with you doing this unboxing right now, or are you gonna regret this? No, I think this is okay because it's for Maple. Maple, don't look. My dog is sleeping in the corner, so she should be okay. <laughs> she won't her name and wake her up. Here we go. Oh, look at that. She gets this bed. Now, you guys think she would like this bed? I'd sleep in it. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. <laughs> you think Maple will like it? I, I find out. Work. You should try it out on camera. <laughs> Well, she's too busy sleeping. Well, so Perfect. the reason she wants I have to sleep this now is because Heather's at Costco, and she thinks that she might have one that's fluffier. And oh. of course, Maple needs the fluffiest of beds. <laughs> so she's either gonna. Oh, I gotta take a picture of it, maybe, and send it to her. She's either gonna get that one or. Brent, you should take fluffy. a picture of yourself curled up on it. No, seriously, you should put it on the floor and just like curl up like a dog on it and be like, it's good. Then selfie mode it. Do it. it do looks it. Fluffy. It's for the views, Brent. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can demean myself that much. No, you can do it. I, I want believe to, in you. but I don't know if I can. All right, let's see what else she got in this box. So she also got. Uh huh. She's getting the good stuff. She a has bone a bone. A tug of war thing. Extra large, but, flat, uh, knotted bone. bone. This will Ooh. last Maple probably. Half a day, if we're lucky. And a hidden hide and slide. He uh, doesn't even know what it is. That's like boy. that's I like the, what this is. That's like when the kids open the present. And it's like, oh, it's great. What is it? It's a it's a giant puzzle for our dog. I if this is what Maple's getting, I feel like I have a good shot of getting a very nice Christmas this year. If she put no, the whole budget's on Maple. The whole budget went to Maple. It might be. It, it no, there's no might. It it definitely did. <laughs> that bed does look pretty fluffy though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think it will oh. be fine. I don't know why she thinks she needs another one, but that's that's um. I want her to be happy and having a Maybe good dog. She's trying to tell you something, Brent. She needs a another, better mattress. Another dog on the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're expecting another puppy. We're expecting another puppy. 
I'm just saying, like, two beds. We have two beds already. One so of the know. other three beds. <laughs> three beds. Better than two puppies. Twins. So, one of the other things they had the ski hill was a giant snow fort. It was massive. Oh, they claimed cool. it was the world's largest snow fort. But I didn't go in it, but I went around it, and it it was very big. And apparently they're gonna light it on fire this weekend, or fireworks from it, or some. They're gonna light it up somehow this weekend, and it might be cool. But it was a pretty big snow fort, I must say. Those are two very different trains of thought. They're going to light it on fire, or they're going to. They said the lighting of it with fireworks. So I'm assuming I I don't really know. Are they going to burn it? I'm confused. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah. I used to light it up, I thought. They didn't learn anything from the uh, Game of Thrones producers when they thought it would be a brilliant idea to reveal the start date of not this most coming season, but the season behind that. You had a bunch of really educated folks who didn't know anything about how uh, ice melts, and they had it like flame. Did I already? T- I think I may have already said this, but I'll, I'll cover it real quick. No, I don't think um, you did. I, I don't. I don't I I'm not following you. Now. So I watched this on Facebook last. Last season of Game of Thrones, which is the second to last season overall, uh, they revealed the date that the first episode would start. And what they did is they had the date in a giant block of ice, and you couldn't see what it was. So what they did is they set up like a Facebook like button control thing, where after they got like 20 likes, the flamethrower would, and like it was more than that, probably like 100 likes, because there's millions of people who love this show um, and follow their, their Facebook. But after like 100 likes or shares or whatever, it would shoot out flames for 5 to 10 seconds at the ice. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, it'll, it'll melt the ice, and then it'll reveal the date, which is a really, really cool idea. Only they didn't take their like thermodynamics or whatever the technical class is because um, you can have a bonfire on the ice that that's pretty common knowledge in the Midwest. Um, they, they ran out of gas <laughs> before <laughs> the ice even came close to melting, completely embarrassed themselves. And eventually they're just, they just like, like hit it with a sledgehammer and be like, Oh, there it is. They posted a picture of like before it was frozen. They're like, Hey, so we had no idea, which the irony wasn't lost on me and other fans. That Winter is coming. And, and spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you are not aware and up to date of the game of Thrones show, uh, like fast forward 30 seconds, earmuffs, whatever. At any rate, here it comes. Last warning, spoiler alert. At the end of the season, the dragon knocks down this 100-something huge foot-tall ice wall that's incredibly thick as well. And he does it with blue fire. And it's like, okay, there's there's a magic element that you just kind of have to nod to and just be like, oh, okay. Uh, But the reality of the situation, this idea that uh, fire can just knock out ice no problem uh-uh. that's that's not how it works <laughs> not takes even lo- close takes a lot of energy to convert ice to liquid yes yes Is it, it does at the wall huh <laughs> just kidding i say uh, yeah i'm not <laughs> it's like i'm, I'm not, not explaining all game of thrones oh my god that is the worst when people like you're watching something I don't mind it for something I've seen a bajillion times, but if it's the first time I'm watching something, especially like the new Game of Thrones episode, I hate it when people are asking questions. It's like, no, I'm like, just watch. Like, I cannot handle answering your questions right now. 
Like, if it's, if it's not the first time, mm-hmm. then yes, I'll explain away. Like, because especially Game of Thrones, the first couple episodes, yeah. you don't know who everybody is. Like, it is very confusing, the first couple episodes of Game of Thrones, until you get fully introduced to all 50 characters that are semi-meaningful. But uh, if it's the I first... I need to do a rewatch uh, starting pretty quick. Yeah, it's, that, it's coming uh, up semi-soon. Because it, it comes out, what, in April? Yeah. May? Not, not much time to watch, what, eight seasons, seven seasons? I'm not going to, don't worry. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a, a huge pet peeve of anyone. And I'm not like this just with Game of Thrones, like movies in general. Anything that has a, a, a thick plot, a, a real story behind it, uh, I, I, I lock in and I'm following everything. And nothing upsets me more than just a casual watcher who doesn't give a, you know, rat's rear end um, about the show. And it's just like, oh, who's that? So, that was the thing, the whole thing. <laughs> you that, see, that was you like just six missed it. Seasons in the making, and it's all like I'm, I'm geeking out, like falling out of my chair, like oh my god, mind blown. Oh, hold like, the door. Oh, what's going on? Can you explain it? Like no, no, I cannot explain right now. <laughs> There's no way I'm explaining six seasons of stuff to you to, in order for you to exactly. get fully understand yeah, that. I, and, and Megan, Megan hates it because she's a super casual watcher of, of movies and other things. And she knows I know because I lock into like all the lore and all the details and she'll you know, want to ask me questions, but I've gotten her down to where she doesn't, um, you know, not that I, I mind every now and again and, or afterward I'll, I'll debrief, but it's just like, I'm, I'm usually watching on such an intense level. Like I'm trying to catch every little nuance, every little, you know, her hand slid and, you know, the note fell in her pocket. So now she's got, if I may, you know, if I may, a slight uh, story about my father. So, Mom, I apologize for the Megazord story. The, the Megazord story, my mom was a little upset because of how spoiled I was as a, as a kid, and I complained about the Megazord story on, like, two podcasts ago, where I complained that I couldn't get the free Megazord. So, I apologize, and yes, I was spoiled as a kid, but it was a free Megazord. It was a free Megazord, though. But to my... T- <laughs> Let to, the record state. It would have been free. free. It was Megazord. free. <laughs> anyway, to All my right, dad, well, though, I apologize in advance to my dad, but my dad has a tendency to talk during movies as well. Uh, one of the, uh, I can think of two examples. Number one, with Game of Thrones, it was actually my mom and I and my brothers watching one of the latest episodes when it was coming out. And my dad, he, my dad likes Game of Thrones, but he, I don't think he's seen everything up to the point. But like, so he gets it, but I don't think he's seen everything chronologically. And so like, right. he came in, he's like, so what's happening now? I'm like, six season? Like, what I miss? You missed six seasons, dad. Like, that, that's, what, that's what you missed. But yeah, yeah. Was, that's the one short story. The second one is the first time that I tried to watch, um, uh, wow, I can't think of it. They, t- they reference it in uh pitch perfect the the movie with a bunch of kids in detention wow can't think breakfast club breakfast club breakfast club breakfast club yes so the first time i was watching breakfast club uh it was Uh, me and juliana and myself watching breakfast club so it was only like like three years ago and uh so we were watching it my dad comes in and starts like explaining something about the movie and what he was saying was interesting but he just like kept going and i'm like movies like my dad went for a good 15 minutes i end up just the stopping movie. the movie right. i was like I'll, I'll wait for you to be done with your stuff it's like 
what he said was interesting, but he just kept on going. It's like, oh my god! Like you were talking for fifteen minutes. Like the movie's going on. Like his tidbit was really interesting, but it's like, Dad, the movie is also currently going here. Like I, I like your tidbit, but the movie's playing. Yeah, <laughs> they have. They, no offense, they have no concept for like when you're talking, when you're not watching. There are things that are relevant, like the big explosion's great, but just like there's a lot that leads up to that, like some. And if it's a well done movie with yeah. with a plot, it'll it'll have all those little pieces in there. And Kyle, please keep talking. I'm loving keeping <laughs> if, the background here for like twenty minutes. Right? Yeah. Well, like may, you'll have something I where it's... it all. I have the story that connects it all perfectly. There's a big conspiracy here, but I have it. it. Don't forget it. The Breakfast Club. Don't you forget about me. That brings me back to a story about skiing a long time ago. <laughs> we were seniors in high school. And we have been driving. At least I've been driving for a while. But big trip away from this. home. And there's this Nordic mountain that we talked to. And that was the only mountain I'd ever skied at. Besides, I think, a couple of trips in middle school with school. Um Fine, but I want to do something better. Go for a bigger mountain. And outside of Wausau, actually, I think it's in Wausau, Wisconsin, is a mountain called Rib Mountain, or place, it's Granite Peak, which is a much bigger, better hill. And I'm Is this the hill I don't with, remember skiing? Yes, that's, that's where the tie-in <laughs> is, yes. So there's I go, Kyle, and I think a few other friends... Steph and somebody else, yeah. And, and go skiing. Yeah, I don't remember. Aubrey, I think. So we go out, and Kyle and I are skiing, and we are skiing phenomenally the whole time. I don't think either of us actually you. even fell. No, yeah, we were doing good, and the whole night was really fun uh, to the point where at, at least we might we probably were getting a little cocky with our skiing. And to save money, of course, we... So you should probably know where this story is going. The the last run, literally the very last run of the night, we come up to a, I think it was just a blue diamond river. And Kyle's like, you know square. what? It's a last run. This goes straight back to the lodge. I'm going to gun it. And Wait, I, I asked you about this prank. The sensible one, I asked you if I did anything stupid, and you what? said no. You said you wanted to gun it. That's why you had the whole thing. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to gun it. And I said, you know, fun because we've been we've been doing a couple fast runs throughout the night and gunning it a couple times. But like, you know, I want, it's our last run, so I'm gonna just take it nice and easy, just because it's the last run and maybe halfway down. So Kyle goes off, and it's it's one of those where there's a hill and then there's kind of like a little dip for it, and then another downside. So I'm going down, and as I'm going down, I'm thinking by now Kyle's already way at the bottom. Well, I go and I'm halfway at where this dip is, and there's a little bit of like a, a path coming in from the left. And I, I look to the right, and literally like six inches from a tree on the ground is this guy in a, I think, orange coat or whatever. I'm like, wow, that guy just like whiffed it. So I'm like, <laughs> I better go over and see if he's okay. Well, that guy who whiffed it was none other than our buddy Kyle, who, uh, who just... He probably, he fell from the looks of it and then went probably 25, 30 feet of just like ground 
taking him with the skis. And I guess what it turned out was as he was coming down and gunning it down, someone came from the left side out of like the woods basically. And Kyle bailed as he's a nice guy. So I'm sure that's what he, you know, I try not to hit him. Uh, but needless to say, I'm like, Kyle, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah I, I feel like I'm, I, I think I'm fine. We ski down. Everything looks good. And then Kyle just started acting a little strangely. And I would ask him, like, you ask him a question. And he'd be like, huh? Huh? I'm like, eventually it was to the point of like, hey, Kyle, do you, like, do you know where we are? And he's like, Nordic? Brule? I'm like, no, we're, we're at Granite Peak. He's like, no, I've never been there. To be fair, I, like, oh. I still don't remember the name of that place. It's, it's Granite Peak. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you remember what like, day it is? Um, and he would guess something. And then we like, I was like, okay, let's walk it off. Five minutes later, I asked him the same thing. And then like, he, he's like, oh yeah, I know Granite Peak. He, I told him where it was. Five minutes later, it was just like, he'd forgotten again. Well, you say 911 was called. He was backboarded with a neck brace out to the nearest hospital. It started ice, like had an ice storm. So of course, just the greatest weather to drive back in. Uh, and there we go. Kyle ends up in the hospital with what concussion was that by now? I think that was my second or third. Yeah, yeah my first one was, was during at wrestling, and it wasn't that bad. I no, maybe that was only my second like concussion because I think I only had the one major one in high school, and then that one. I think that was only my second one. Yeah, so I was... drive to the... <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead. I drive to the I drive to the the hospital right. And they finally let me back after they did all these tests on Kyle or whatever they had to do. And they let me go see him just to see if he's okay. And, of course, he was still, like, pretty much out of it, not remembering stuff. And they're, they are showing him a t- He's watching a movie on TV. And I, I was like, wow, what are you watching? Like, I'm never, like, I don't think I recognize that. What is that? It's like, oh, this is Breakfast Club. Or no, this is um, Back to the Future Back 3. Back to the Future 2. 3. 3, yeah. There's 3. And here it is, this guy with a concussion is recalling a movie better than me, who I definitely had seen it by that point. And that's the connection in the movies and skiing. But yeah, it was crazy. And from then on, it's always helmet or bust because it's, it's not something to play on. Well, from what I remember from that trip, I remember getting there. I remember for some reason we thought it was going to be a lot cheaper, but it was like a lot more expensive oh, yeah, than we thought it was going to be. And I was like, was well, holiday we're here. Right? I guess there was, yeah, because it was like holiday price. Like it was normally on this day, on like Tuesday, it was fine. But because it's a holiday, it was extra pricey or whatever. So I remember paying a lot more for skiing than I wanted to. And then I remember us trying a mogul. It was like a uh, like a beginner mogul and like not liking it and being like, uh, moguls are dumb. I remember the pers- one of the girls that was with us was trying snowboarding for the first time. And this is like the first run we were trying to go down and she was falling every five, 10 feet. And I'm like, oh, they're so slow. I am not going to be doing this all day. Like I just remember being like, there's no way and she's like, I can't get up. I'm like, you're gonna have to figure out how to get yourself up. Cause there's no way I really want, like, I understand you're learning, but I don't want to be like following, you know, stopping every 10 we feet. We came to ski. Yeah, we came <laughs> right? to ski. It's like, I get so. you're trying to learn, but maybe start at the bunny hill instead next time. Because she sounded more confident than uh, she looked on the hill. I, I apologize I to her. I thought she had snowboarded before. Yeah, that's what, that's what it She's like, like. Oh, I, I, oh, 
the next thing I remember is being on on the backboard and being like, I'm assuming there's no way I can refuse this. And then being like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm assuming there's no way I can refuse medical assistance. And they're like, no. <laughs> I remember that. And the next thing I remember is watching Back to the Future 3 in the hospital. Yep. The rest of it. The rest of it's nothing. Was was fun. It was fun, but it wasn't. It was just skiing. I don't know. It's not as good as Colorado. I've worn a but helmet. No, since I was then. just like the last. That's crazy. I was pretty proud I of myself. Like, I didn't fall at all this time. Like, not once. I had like two times where I was like, like, because uh, they're like the beginner section, like beginner paths were getting a little worn down. So there was a lot of like grooves already in them. So like I got my key, my ski caught on one a couple times where it's like, ooh, like. That could have been bad. Like, I definitely could have fallen there, but that's about it. So I'll share a, a brief story. And honestly, uh, concussions have, have only ever entered my sphere of existence once in high school. Granted, I may have come close one once myself with a really cool football story that I love to tell and I'm proud of, but I'll save that for another time. But there was one guy who was on our team and had a lot of concussion issues and he just couldn't compete. Couldn't, couldn't do. Um, if there was anything clever about him previously, it was gone. Um, great guy. Love him to death. Um, went into the Marines. Good dude. Um, history. Sorry, Zeke is like scratching in the background. So I apologize if that can come over the mic. I don't, I don't hear anything. You're good, okay. but was like, that was I the only my concussion. <laughs> that was the only concussion exposure um, that I had had. And then, uh, actually, after meeting Megan, um, you know, different people in my life have kind of just popped up, and you start to realize more and more people have a concussion. And I'm, I'm going to tell this this brief story here, or I'll make it brief. Um, and it's kind of edgy, I guess. Like if she hears it. It won't be anything she doesn't know, but it's, she's one of these people who are, have a lot of concussion issues and basically in denial, and she's a friend of ours. But um, she was a cross-country skier at Tech and uh, was very good and is still an incredible athlete, but she keeps hurting herself. And uh, she was running a marathon and actually uh, stress-fractured her hip Ooh. and like broke her own hip running this marathon. Uh, and her Oof. now fiance actually picked Ouch. her up in the last like mile and a half or mile or something and like carried her for the last mile to, you know, finish this event. And, you know, um, two, like less than a year and a half after that, she goes out and wins not like a major ski race, but a pretty high pretty prominent ski race. She's like top. When I say wins, she's top five, top four. Like she, she made some money on it, uh, which is uh, incredible like she's a great athlete but she's got a lot of concussion issues i I don't know if she was all mountain biking or all skiing but um she keeps hurting herself she keeps trying to come back too soon and um little stupid things are happening and um it was one of those things well oh you can of course you can cross country ski you just can't fall and she's got a (laughs) helmet and has everything else but um that was the logic of she's going to start skiing again okay you just can't fall and okay so she just recently got another concussion and we're all worried about her and um, she won't really listen to us or, or take our advice and just kind of laughs it off every time. But we're all super concerned like for her long-term health. And you can't fix a brain. That, Not yet anyway. You, yeah, you can fix an arm, you can things, fix a leg. You can't really fix a brain yet. 
exactly. Uh, but one of the things that our friend group, and it's it's kind of an interesting transformation, not that any of us are planning on pulling the trigger intentionally anytime soon. Our friend groups become very interesting the first couple times that we got comfortable talking about kids, got comfortable talking about that next page. Uh, the first time it came up, you could tell people were like, whoa, like that's a, a, a really, you know, taboo or you know that's never going to happen or oh we've got like 30 years before we need to worry about having kids but it came up and uh where i'm going with this is uh if if this girl wants to ever have kids you know the concussions are an issue her health is an issue but then uh the question becomes okay are you comfortable skiing if you become pregnant and it's it's kind of the same logic and there's a uh, a really good like former olympian skier who's pregnant who is waited till she was later in life and the doctor allegedly said the same thing that they said about falling with concussions well of course you can ski if you're pregnant you just can't fall yeah it's one of those well, things where you have to like you, can ski you, you, you limit and as far as skiing goes, I think there's some things you can do to like make sure that you're going to be because you can't control the people around you skiing, right? So that's the one thing you can't control. But besides right. that, you can totally like maybe I'll just do blue like as an Olympic athlete, I'll go to the baby hill and do the the baby black diamonds instead of the you know. But this is this is a person we all really care about and we all really want to see her succeed, and it's it's been rough, uh, and I I get so frustrated just because I'm like. I'm the opposite of everyone in our group who's an endurance athlete. I'm just like, chill out. Like you're not always in marathon training, have a beer, sit down, relax, stay up late, do something wrong. But that's why I'm fat and they're not. But I digress. Uh, we're all worried about this, this girl's health. And I, I go straight to that future. Okay. If she wants to have kids. Okay. You, you just can't, can't, can't fall. Well, because she, fell and now has a concussion from skiing i'm sitting here and i i, I always go to that next phase it's like it, i would be so crushed for for her if because of her drive because of her desire to continue to compete that she's going to find herself in a position where she goes out she's skiing because the doctor said she could as long as she doesn't fall and, and she's she's gonna fall and, and that's exactly what happened with the concussions which is bad enough because she's on number five six i i don't know it's 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 bad um, but then, you know, again, down to the next road, she's getting married if they want to have kids. And I don't know if that's the route they want to go. They may not. That's not my business. I, I'm more of a, this is purely a hypothetical me overstepping just because that's what my brain does. And I'm sitting here like it, it, you got to take care of yourself. It's, it's rough, but at any rate, more concussion stories. I'll, I'll, I digress. Anyhow. So with that, Brent, you got anything? Otherwise we can go into our final closing segment. Oh, let's do it. I'm ready. We're a segment podcast now. Yeah, for sure. I, but, I, yeah. For, for this, for this segment, we think we're going to we might do this every single week. We'll see how it goes. We're thinking the, the Thursday thought of the week uh, to kind of go with what, what, what thought do you have Thursday, that propelled yeah. you like through the week slash into the weekend? What thought can you be driving with you? And for mine, it's the cube work. If you're in a cube world, your work is basically over for the year. Like pretty much everybody's taking off. It's week of Christmas. We get January first. First, uh, there's no real work to be done yet uh, towards the end of the year. I mean, everybody's got just the small tasks they're trying to finish up quick before they're officially out of the office. But hard work is basically over for the cube life guys, and I think we should all celebrate that. 
My thought for the week is with uh, the holidays coming up, you can be the holiday cheer you're looking for. Even if it's <laughs> rainy like it is in Seattle right now, be that little bit of vitamin D and bring some cheer to those you, you care about. <laughs> and my thought is uh, a, a reference to the former comedian, uh, and I say former because he's passed now, Ralphie May. Uh, as a man, I reserve the right to not have a thought. Uh, he does a full bit. Basically, goes into how women can't understand how a man. What do you think about that? I don't care. Doesn't not matter. A thought. Just nothing. I like that train. I, of, that. I like that train of thought about no thoughts. But that's not a thought. It's not against the whole purpose. Right. Well, that was episode thirty. If, if I may. Hope everybody enjoyed uh, bringing you a new episode every Thursday as much as we can. Uh, please support us by subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing. Um, Anchor does have a support this podcast option if you want to donate financially. Uh, maybe some free merch or 3D prints for people that might be doing that. And then if you want to get in contact with us or have any questions, you can DM us on Twitter at Zarabust or email us uh, with uh, Zarabust at gmail.com. With that, have a great Thursday and we'll see you next week. We wish you a Merry Christmas. It's Christmas or Hanukkah time. Or whatever. Or holidays. Yeah, that's peace. Peace. <laughs> See you guys.